You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get to BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. I like the Lions. I liked them all week. I liked them when they were getting points. Now, now they're not getting points anymore. They're a favorite. But I do think they're going to win this game. I like the Lions. In Vikings territory. Goff going deep on first oh. down. It is caught. And taken in for a touchdown by DJ Shark. If you look at this Lions offense, they've been elite. When you look at success rate and EPA per play, and I mentioned the defense getting better, <sighs> I like the Lions minus one and a half. Second down at five, off the fake to Jamal Williams. Goff going deep, wide open, touchdown on his first NFL reception. The rookie out of Alabama, Jamison Williams. It's a Lions show. We are officially now a Lions show. Lions minus one and a half. I'm excited, believe me. <laughs> Welcome on in. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Presented, as always, by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Monday. Reacting to week 14. We got a lot to dive into today. We'll look ahead to week 15 coming up in a little while. Brad Spielberg, Pro Football Focus, a Monday night game to preview. Of course, BeckQL Corporate. We start... With the official team of BeckQL Daily, the Detroit Lions, Joe, they were favorites. It was the biggest betting story of the week. How could they be favorites over a 10-2 team? Well, they put up 464 yards and won the game by double digits. The Detroit Lions are officially in the playoff race, and they hit us a bet yesterday. Yes, that was so awesome. That was great to see because, like we said all week, for us, it was the biggest game of the week. I I don't think anything else really stood out. Uh, it was great for the betting story. There were people like jumping in with their different commentary about it, and they were just so confused. And then you saw it all out there. You, you saw it all out there last night. So what What are the Vikings now? So they were plus 10 going in. They lose by 11. Are they minus one in the point differential this morning? Yep, they're minus. That's phenomenal. That's awesome. I love it. They're so fraudulent. And then Kirk Cousins, he threw for like 426, 426, and it didn't even matter. I uh, loved every second of it, but uh, we will always look ahead, and uh, we'll go over that card with the opening lines that came out yesterday. But now with all this, I am starting to wonder, So now time to flip on the Lions because that's what happens in betting. The timing is everything. The value that you get on the spreads is everything. So you've got to know when you've lost all your value. That's uh, that's something that we'll evaluate throughout the week. But that was cool yesterday. Yeah, it's weird that Kirk Cousins, like strange season that uh, he and the Vikings are having, has one of his best games ever and they still lose, missing out on clinching the division again. I'm sure they eventually will, but... Yeah, 
just a weird, weird situation for that Vikings team. Well, it is. And now, Joe, this Lions team, we'll see, you know, we'll see how we play out this week when they go to New York to play the Jets. But they've got a shot to make the playoffs. And how about the updated coach of the year odds this morning? Nick Sirianni, mm. still your favorite. Number two, reposted at 12 to 1, is Dan Campbell. We have come all the way back to where we started, oh, where Dan stupid. Campbell is sitting at 12 to 1 so for coach dumb. of the year. <laughs> That is dumb. Award. That's award. dumb. You can't award. have them 200. Yeah, you're favored to win a coin flip game. Like You win it, and then and then you go from 200 to 1 to 10 to 1? Because of what? That's so stupid. Now I want the Lions to lose. Because we're hard nuts. Because people love the guy. They want to bet on him. He's 200 to 1 all week. And now because of one regular season NFC North uh, win when they were favored by one and a half or two, he goes from 200 down to 10. That's so stupid. So what number was more wrong? 200 last week that was out there or the, or the 12 200. to 1 this morning? The 200 right. was more wrong, which is why we talked about it all week. Yeah. And then a lot of sports books wouldn't even let people bet it. Like Paul's trying to bet it and they wouldn't even let him bet it. I mean, that's a whole nother issue. But yeah, that, that, that was wrong, I guess. More wrong, but see, really, here's the thing. Like, this is going to be part of the MVP conversation too. Like, we can talk about value numbers being wrong, and we did last week with with Campbell. And if you're holding that ticket, if you listen to us, you feel great, right? Are you really going to win? Are they really going to give it to Dan Campbell because the Lions made the playoffs? If the Eagles have one or two losses, Probably I I don't not. see it. I don't see it. Yeah, Nick Sirianni might just win this because they go 15-2 and two or 16-1 or and, right. and that he's the coach right. of the year in the NFL. That, that certainly could happen. But the Campbell story is, is big. The Lions have turned a corner. I mean, they're offense guys right now, and we'll see how they can finish this season if they can make the playoffs. This is a ridiculous offense. I mean, Joe, you gave out some of those numbers last week where they, they dropped back, EPA, all that last month. Yep. I mean, right now, you look at points scored this season in the NFL, it is Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, and the Detroit Lions, they are a top five scoring offense in the NFL. And that's with a couple bad weeks in October. Like, remember, they, I think they got shut out mm -hmm. one game in New England. Like, you go since the beginning of November to now, this team's putting up 30 points a game. Jared Goff, last five games, eight touchdowns, no interceptions, completing almost 70% of his passes. They're averaging 27 points per game. You could point out the defense, and we kept uh, saying, and everybody knows, the Vikings' defense is horrendous, and that's the biggest reason that they are a fraudulent team. They can always score. They can't stop anybody. They're one of the few defenses that couldn't stop Mac Jones. We all saw that on Thanksgiving night. Uh, in that sample size, you do have some soft defenses, like the Bears, the worst, also the Giants, but there are also teams like the Bills. You know, the Bills are in that sample size. They're an awesome run, but... This ends their three-game home stretch. So now you go on the road outside to the East Coast weather in the middle of December. Let's see if Goff can put up those sort of numbers then. Right, three of four now. They end on three of the last four games on the road. So the Lions, our team, at least for this past week, great job. I'm also excited yep. to see Jamison Williams, you know, as he progresses. He obviously tore his ACL. He's, he came back, and I think he could be a star in this league. It was fun to see him yesterday, so interested to see how his career comes along as well. 
I agree. You were not yeah, excited. Was... You were not excited. You were cursing at the lines, weren't you? It's fine. <laughs> no. Yeah. I didn't actually oh. bet on the Vikings, so. I thought you hate them. What? How could I hate them? You don't the hate Lions? the Lions? Not at all. I love oh, Danny okay. Campbell. The li- we're a Lions show. We're, we're a Lions I think I once said I even had a crush on him. I, I can't I overreact that, yeah. that far. Yeah. I, I know, that, but yeah. then you got, but you also got sick of Joe G and the Lions love too, so, right? I did. I did. Yeah. But... That's what I'm saying. The, We've come full circle. They're a good story. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll be, I'll be betting. I'm probably going to be betting against them this week, so we'll see. Yeah, this <laughs> I also love the Vikings, though, too. I was conflicted in yeah. that match. Oh, but, yeah. You know, you were. someone had to. You were. Oh, we yeah, can't all O'Connell. be on the Lions at all times. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The other thing from yesterday, and there's a lot. We'll get to a, a lot of reaction today. But, I mean, Survivor Mayhem came back yesterday. Oh, They're, man. Watching that one o'clock slate and keeping my eye on that Dallas Texans game. I I mean, I just, I I knew that there were a lot of people out there had to be with the Dallas Cowboys. If they were left in your survivor pool, you took them yesterday, right? They were a 17 and a half point favorite and they didn't come close to covering the number. They should have lost that game. The the Texans have the ball with two and a half minutes left at the goal line. If they punch that ball in, it's over. And I thought it was the right decision by Lovey, right? You're up three on the road. You're a one and ten in one team. You go for it, right? You go to go up ten. You go to to win the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, They didn't get in. Yeah. I mean, because if they if they only get if they get the field goal, they're up six. They probably lose anyway on a touchdown by the Cowboys. So just try to go win the game. But man, they didn't win. But Dallas, I mean, survives barely survives. So you have that, and then you go throughout the day here, Joe. And, and I know our guy Ian McMillan is officially out of your survivor pool. That was a wild day for survivor purposes yesterday. Sort of with the Rams on Thursday, really. I if you didn't see it live last night, I do recommend going back and checking out Ian McMillan's timeline. It was uh, it's quite of. I, I won't even say a roller coaster of emotions because it was one way. And as soon as the NBC graphic pops up, everybody picked the Dolphins to win last night with a with a short point spread of only a field goal or field goal and a half. Uh, he he knew he was doomed, and um, I think he teared up in a video last night, like it was genuine. He was. <laughs> We have to bring that back at some point. Or yeah, I thought he was going to. I thought yeah, he was What are you, Derek Carr? Just knock it off. This is ridiculous. like I wanted to talk crap to him, but I felt like I felt so bad. He, he was so Get upset. him on the show. <laughs> Let's make well, I think we do, have some, we do have some audio of this. If we want to, if we want to hear a little bit of Ian McMillan yeah. potentially tearing up last night on the internet. Here's Ian. <sighs> All right. If you don't know, uh, twenty-five thousand dollars survivor pool. Made it down. Uh, heading into tonight's game, we were down to the final eight. Uh, we had the we had the Dolphins. We were deciding between the Dolphins and the Bills today. We took the Dolphins. Hindsight's twenty twenty. We're eliminated. It's tough, but what else would I have expected as a Falcons and Leafs fan, Blue Jays fan, to get so close to the finish line only for my heart to be broken? It happens. Still want a couple hundred dollars. Still up. Not quite $25,000, though. It stinks. This one's going to hurt. I'm, I'm not sleeping tonight, unfortunately. I hate the Dolphins. I'm anti-Dolphins the rest of my life now. So close. So close. 
Oh my god, I love. You know what? You know we should have just for the content. We should have videos on every single person in your survivor pool as they as they lose. Oh, I got a message. Okay, hang on. I got a message. Uh, I I tweeted about about that and how bad I felt, but it was a great run for Ian and all that. And the guy that lost on Thursday with the Raiders responded. Oh, <laughs> which is that's brutal, man. That that's that's, worse. that's, that's worse. Timer for me. The Chargers were a yeah. better team last night. You kind of realized that He's, early. Like, all right. There it is. Jason Brown says, I was the one that lost on Thursday in that pool. My life has been in disarray since, and I don't see it getting better anytime soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing, but I can't not laugh. I mean, <laughs> the disarray and anytime soon is just incredible. It's but so you know dramatic. It's so dramatic. I believe him. I believe him because you're in a pool with 1,131 people oh. and the grand prize is, is kind of, do I, can I say life changing? Like at least for a few yeah. years. Yeah. Like it's life changing money online and, and you have so much time between games and you, and you think through it all week and you're like, okay, you what can... is going to be my pick? You get, you become obsessed with it. If you're in a contest like this and the grand prize is, is this much money. And just. He's been in dis his life been in disarray because of Baker Mayfield. Like I, I get that. That is way worse than losing with Miami last night. Like the Chargers, that they own that game. Tua didn't get to the red zone last night. Okay, like Ian knew for the for the entirety of that game that his survivor season was over. Yeah, that guy was on to Week 15 for almost the entire night. And then the new quarterback that just got to town, who's a bum that everybody hates, takes him out. Like, oh, that's got a that's a rough one after getting that far. It's bad. I mean, that that, that is bad. bad. It, it is a bad way to yeah. go out. All right, let's flip it around to the other the other side of these things. I, I felt good yesterday, not just for you guys in the contest, but for Paul, his Jaguars. Finally, after weeks. And weeks, the Jaguars came through. They dominated that game. They finally got a win for Paul. That that was um, that was actually watching that one. I, I saw you guys put that in the contest. That was pretty clear early that that was their game. It was seven up in Titans. They got a fumble, and then from there, it just they rolled that game. Did you think that because Derrick Henry came out and was a monster again in the first half? Now he did nothing in the second half. Right. Gabe Script kind of went against them a little bit, but yeah, they, they took the lead at one point, and then they, and then they ended up not looking back at all. Just uh, domination, and this is what we've been waiting on from the Titans. What are we now? Three straight losses. Talk yeah. about a team in disarray. They fire their general manager during the week. Don't have Traylon Burks. We saw that they re they really struggled. Um, the Jaguars finally figured out, oh, they're just going to keep running the ball. Maybe we should defend that. I mean, that was obvious. That was their only option that they had in this game. That was a good win. That was a good win. And based on the results of a few of these contests yesterday, including this one, it feels like divisions are still pretty open with a month left. Yeah, That well, I mean, how do we not talk about the NFC South? After Br Brady yeah. and the Bucks stink. The, you, Joe, I think you mentioned it. Four weeks ago, there's a path for the Panthers to win the division and host a playoff game. How is that possible? That team was so bad. They're on their third or fourth quarterback. They could win the division. Not only is there a path, 
they control their own destiny. The Carolina Panthers have not lost at home since firing Wilkes, and now they're going to be going back home this week. Uh, that was that was a great win yesterday in Seattle. Pittsburgh, Detroit, Tampa, New Orleans. That's why they control their own destiny. Those are winnable games for them, the way they're playing. It is there. We got a lot talking about the state of the NFC. Brock Purdy, and we have a new MVP favorite this morning. Next on the BeckQL Network.